Hi everybody, I am Jen Johnson and you're watching Thought by Thought Healing. Ah, welcome back, thanks for being here. I am ready to talk about our next topic, which is the discussion of indecision. Indecision is often wrought in a massive amount of complex fears. And it is too simplistic to say, just start making choices and decisions. That's not helpful. And in fact, I'm gonna flip that on you and say that I think when we stop and look at the fears that we have over decision or look at the, um, pay attention to the times that we struggle to make a choice, I believe that's actually an arrow that can point us towards what we need God's freedom and help and grace um, and direction in our lives. And so if we stop and instead of ignoring the, the fear, if we stop and look at what they are, then I believe that can lead us towards um, some relief in symptoms. Uh, as you've probably started to gather by now, healing from chronic pain is a journey, which means we are looking at so many different ways that your nervous system is unhappy and um, is uh, hyper vigilant. And so decision making can be one of these, those things where your brain is hyper vigilantly scanning for all ways that it can make the most bestest, most perfectest, the ultimate decision that will serve you in many different ways. And in reality, that is based in a very deep fear 99% of the time. So again, as always, I want to define what it is not and what it is. So it is not a patient waiting on the Lord for an answer. That is a different thing than a fearful indecision that is wrought with anxiety. And um, it is also full of the assumption that that decision you make will bring you some sort of happiness or contentment. That's not true. And we know um, that oftentimes having that pursuit of finding the very most perfect answer, the most perfect decision, um, actually leads to chronic pain because we're hypervigilantly setting our nervous system on lookout for us to protect us. When in reality, we have a God that loves us and will help us with those decisions. So I'm going to use a few examples today. You'll just get to know me a little bit better, but really it's more for you to see how hopefully you can stop and use your indecision to redirect yourself and to lean into God for some healing in these areas. So for me, one of the things we're going to talk about is my hair, the fact that I have bangs now. For me, making a decision around cutting my hair has been wrought with a lot of angst and a lot of... Um, fear. And if I had chosen to just go ahead and keep making decisions around cutting my hair, I would still be left in a place of fear, but having made decisions. And I would probably be looking at the mirror not liking myself because that's what a hypervigilant, fearful mind does is always look for ways that it is not happy, that it should have made a better decision, should have made a different decision, could have been wiser in some way or another. But instead, I get to sit here today because I did the work and I can sit here and choose to like my haircut. I actually do like my haircut. But for me, I had somebody in my past who did not like me as a person, but did like me with bangs. And that was very confusing for me. And it made my hair become this place of, of 
unsurety of how to make a right decision because I liked bangs, but then there was this person that didn't like me, but they made this big deal about my bangs. So there was a lot of confusion. And the fact that I have bangs now proves that I have gotten to work through those issues and have decided that I can choose to be happy regardless of my hair. My hair, my bangs do not matter at all. In, in the grand scheme of my happiness, who cares? The same thing goes for the fact that making a decision around picking a color in my house rid me and my body with anxiety, which is ridiculous, except for that when I stop, look, journal, go to God with it, I find that it's actually based in a lot of fear of man and it's fear and it, it's my pride that I was... Um, that I was afraid that I would do something that I didn't like and then I would not be proud of who I was. I was in interior design school for two of the four years. I had to drop out because of pain. And I was afraid that my choices around colors would actually end up causing me to feel um, icky about myself and that my pride would hurt and I would no longer feel safe. Again, completely ridiculous. And yet when I stopped and looked at why it was so hard for me to pick a color for my kitchen and living room, I was doing a, a design, um, a remodel of my kitchen. And here's what I'll tell you. The decisions around those things in my kitchen, the whole kitchen remodel, I just, I was in great anxiety over making all these little decisions. If you're in a remodel at all, you've ever gone through one, you know that it is just a series of decisions that you have to make. And I allowed fear of ending up with a kitchen that I didn't like to ruin the whole process. I allowed the, um, the, the, the circumstances that I was making decisions of, those are what I thought would create my happiness instead of realizing my happiness is my choice. The decision does not hold your happiness. Who holds the happiness? Ultimately, God, but he gives us a choice to have contentment and joy and to not fear the outcome of our decisions. Another choice for me was choosing to become divorced. For me, I have resolution around this now because I believe that it was biblical, but I did go through a time where I feared man and I feared that maybe I was misinterpreting and misunderstanding scripture. I feared that I would be wrong and that fear came down to not trusting that God's grace would be good enough, big enough, wide enough to cover any decisions that I made. I had immense amount of fear around fear of man around that. And instead, I chose that fear of man instead of trusting that the God that I love would guide my steps as I took a step forward. Oftentimes with these things, once we do come down to discovering the truth, we still have to fight to believe that truth because we have 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day, most of them in our subconscious, and we have to teach our brains to think in a different way. And so when we can choose to believe that your identity and your happiness is not based in this decision-making, then we can let go of that fear and instead trust that God will direct. He promises that he will direct us and he will guide us and his grace is sufficient for the times that we are trying to make decisions and we don't know what we're doing. If God's grace is good enough to cover our sins, it is most definitely big enough to cover the little mistakes that we accidentally make in life and the big mistakes that we, we make in life. His grace is big enough and we often do not recognize that or take that into consideration as we make our decisions.
So I'm going to say it again. The fact that you are indecisive, use it as a map. Use it as a gift, an arrow from God to point you towards the areas that you need to journal, you need to write, you need help, you need to ask people questions, ask them how you can be free and what they see in your fear patterns. Are your patterns based in a fear of man? And you um, have an opportunity now to, uh, to go to him for truth and freedom so that then you can just start making decisions and knowing that your happiness is not dependent on the outcome of your decision. Instead, it is based in Jesus, his, ident- his identity that he has given you, and not in these frivolous, silly things in life. So, go forth. Look at your indecisions. Ask God what he has to say about them. Find freedom, and then start just making those decisions. All right, guys. Love you. Thanks for watching. Check out my website, thoughtwithouthealing.com, and follow me on Facebook and Instagram. See you guys next week. Bye.